subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. First and foremost, I would just like to inform everyone who might have like entered a zone of confusion about this that Jax and Brittany are not affiliated with the Sex Unique podcast. But I will tell you who is affiliated with the Sex Unique podcast, my Patreon supporters. You guys are my life, my heart, my soul. And you've made it possible for me to be making these episodes in the hiatus period. And we're days away from the premiere of season six of Vanderpump Rules. Thank God. And I can assure you that this season is going to be even more lols and even more guests. And it's going to be better than ever. And that is due largely in part to your support. So I can't say this enough. And I will say it literally whenever I have a chance. Thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you're confused and need a little more guidance and are wondering how you can get involved and also support this podcast, you can visit www.patreon.com slash podcast for more details. Now, on to the show. You're listening to The Sexy Unique Podcast. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you And I'm like your I'm host, you. Lara Marie like Shane Hall yeah. Everybody freeze, put your hands up We ain't about to take it easy, I hope you cakes up London with the beat, yeah, we go so in Come a girl with a friend, you be both win Okay, so after weeks of deliberation, I've decided to dedicate a whole episode to the new sexual harassment epidemic. And joining me is my friend and Los Angeles native, Alan Morse, a well-informed, eloquent woman who has seen it all in Hollywood. I really have. And thanks so much for letting people know that, because that's an important thing about me in this context, especially. Yeah. Thank you for being so well-informed and so eloquent. I almost wish that I... I I do and I don't wish that I wasn't so well informed. I truly talked to my therapist about Vanderpump Rules last week and like trying to make myself feel better for how much I watch it and rewatch it and how much I know about it, which is a lot. And she really did a good job of making me feel better. What'd she say? Well, she, (laughs) she like framed it 
as a thing where like you know you're an actor and a writer and it's a good study of human behavior and you know i'm sure you're not just watching it to like you know do nothing and be lazy and i was like i mean you're right like mm-hmm. i do think so much about these people and i do have so much to say about them in a way that does feel like a character study and it makes me understand people that i'm not used to spending any like kinds of people that i just do not interact, interact with, with day to day exactly and yeah. i think that's what is so fascinating to me it's like going to the zoo except the zoo <laughs> just lives in your television the zoo lives in my television but it's also like right down the street and i can go yeah. visit it it's, it's like special. the scariness and like the harm is just like a hop skip and a jump away exactly yeah and you can either choose to get involved or you can like keep a safe distance exactly and i think that's why it's dangerous it's it's really dangerous <laughs> it because it's like i could just go out in the world of los angeles and like become one of these people and like experience it myself mm-hmm. but i'm ultimately protecting myself by not doing that but still engaging with it yeah through this way yeah you're and living I'm, vicariously through their journey through yeah i wonder yeah, all of their journeys. I was going to say, I was like, I wonder if there's someone that like I relate to in terms of the way they navigate the group. And I was like, absolutely not. There's not one person. If you had, I always ask people this, but if you had to choose like one person on the show that's representative of like who you are and you have to be honest. Okay. If I have to be honest, <laughs> I think it's hard to say because I do think I'm like blends of everybody at certain points. Like there mm-hmm. are times where I'm like, I am so afraid of how much of myself I see in like Katie. Yeah. And I'm like, we've all had it's like is this is this how people see me but honestly maybe a a good way to frame it and is like astrologically speaking so you can say like i'm this Mm -hmm, with this mm -hmm. rising i'm my sun sign moon sign right i also i have that down with housewives so i'm familiar with this sort of way of thinking i think that my son is probably I truly either my son or my moon is Sandoval and I'm having a hard time picking. I want to say my moon is Sandoval because that's like more of my emotional life is mm-hmm. just like being incredibly sensitive and like crying a your lot. Moon. You're I'm a Sandoval like, moon. Yes. I mean, yeah. I'm in touch with my shit, I think in the same way that Sandoval is. Yeah. And then I might be in Ariana rising. Cause that's like how you, like how you present yourself kind of. And yeah. Like, that's how you present yourself to I the world. I think I might be in Ariana rising. Cause mm-hmm. I do feel like I have a similar, at least, I mean, as far as these people go, not like if it were just her isolated, I'd be like, no, nah, I don't think we're that similar, but within this realm of people. Yeah. I'd probably say Ariana and my son, I'm scared that my instinct is telling me Stassi. Okay. But I like, feel like, I'm like, okay, I like, or maybe like, I relate to James Kennedy, I feel like in a weird way, mm-hmm. because he's so, he, I go, I go with James Kennedy from like feeling for him so badly and being like, he makes me sad in a way that other people don't make me sad. And yeah. I don't want to like, I have a lot of empathy for James yeah because i don't believe that he truly is like a bad person no like Jax is different because i believe Jax is like a bad person well Jax is like a full-blown he's like a sociopath like he's like a very scary yeah james is like a victim of his circumstances and an alcoholic i think yeah and i think that he also is just like so emotionally immature that he doesn't not to like absolve him of Mm -hmm. responsibility for his actions but like 
I just see someone that's in so much pain that their motivation is to inflict that amount of pain on other people. Absolutely. Whereas Jax is someone that's like, he doesn't care about any pain. And what's so scary about the difference between the two of them is like the way James acts out. James, who's not, I don't think, again, like you, at his core, he's not a bad person, but the way he Mm -hmm. acts out is like licking his hand and rubbing it on women's faces and spitting on people's doors and like doing all this stuff where you're like, that is fucking disgusting. Yeah. I can't even imagine like being in the same circle as somebody like him. Like he is so below me. Yeah. And then you think about someone like Jax who like doesn't really do shit like that. Like he says fucked up stuff. He says fucked up stuff and he will like literally like fuck your girlfriend. Yes. But like he's not gonna, well, he's not gonna like slap a girl around no he's not i mean that we know thus far i'm afraid that that's on the horizon in the wake of and of what's happening yeah i'm really i mean i'm like really curious to see how Jax and stassi are gonna like last through this season i don't know how they're gonna katie must be thanking her lucky (laughs) stars that like the tides have shifted (laughs) and like she can go back to just being like a wallflower right and like not being the star yeah and just being able to be like i'm married and happy she didn't handle star power well no she certainly did not (laughs) and i when i was like i've been rewatching so i've been rewatching season two recently which Mm -hmm. is in my opinion, the best season. The best. It's iconic. Yes. And wait, so uh, wait, can yes. we go just back to your yeah. astrology? Okay. So again. sun sign. First instinct is Stasi, which scares me. Okay. But I do feel maybe it's just like my deep fear that I am like truly an evil person, which I don't, like, I don't get know if that's evil relatable. Vibe from you. Thank you. And I'd like to think that I'm not, but I think my like deepest insecurity is like, what if I'm actually just a really bad person and I'm and evil people are so good at pretending to be good people that I don't know. But like, if you have that instinct, I would say that you're probably okay. not because you're questioning it and like trying to do some sort That's of fair. inventory on yourself. So maybe I'm not an evil person. Maybe I'm more of like a, maybe I'm like a Max son <laughs> or like a, or like a, um, do you have like, like a, a painkiller addiction? <laughs> no, I don't, but I know that like, like, I'm a Shay rat. I'm a Shay Shay. I'm, I'm a triple Shay. <laughs> um i really would love to meet anyone that identified as a triple triple shay that would i don't even know if shay identifies as a triple shay i do know that my two best friends um are one of whom sam lansky well sam lansky is a sheena and he will be the first person to tell you that yeah like he's definitely a sheena and my other best friend is also a sheena so Mm -hmm. i don't know what that says about me maybe i am an ariana son i don't know the sun is a hard one because it's like both like the core of your personality, yeah. but the other two have so much to do with the rest of you. It's like mm-hmm. hard to, I know I'm not a Katie son. Thank no, God. You're not. You're I not. kind of wish I was a Kristen son. Maybe you are. Maybe I am. I hope I am. You could be a Kristen son. Sandoval moon. That's Ariana a crazy rising combo. is a really, that's a good really combo. crazy combo. That's yeah, true. It's a good I kind one. of like it. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to think about it, but I can settle on that for now. What are okay, you? Cool. Um, uh, what am I? <sighs> it's hard to say. Yeah, I know. It's, I feel like I did say that because this is a question that someone asked in the sex unique people Facebook group. But uh-huh. then I was like, and then I can't remember what my, I said, I think I was a Kristen son. Great. And maybe a Kristen moon. Wow. <laughs> okay. That's intense. Yeah. It's intense. And then ariana rising yeah or maybe sandoval rising hmm no, i see both sandoval. i see both of those risings for you yeah none of those sound like 
really crazy to me. Not too crazy. No. Um, I wish there was like a certified Vanderpump Rules astrologer. Like I wish someone, that, that would become a thing. Someone recently, I have a friend of mine because I do this with like the Real Housewives with people all the mm-hmm. time because that's my other like life force and thing that I know a lot about. Mm-hmm. And I was doing everyone's like astrological housewives for them. And my friend was like, you could make this into a business. Yeah. And I was like, I mean... I don't know that you're right or wrong necessarily. I just don't know that that's like the path I want to go down in my life. This just has like a shelf life. It has too, a, a major shelf life. It's like you need to get in now and then make like $3 million off Right. Of it and you quick. make like a book. Yeah. Exactly. And like that's it. And that's it. And then you move on with it. And your then you're life. done and then you figure yeah. out something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is definitely a question I'm interested in and one I'm going to think more about because I think that. Yeah. I, I think that if I really put a lot of thought into it, I could come up with like a very perfect. You could trio like, read of science. People. I really yeah. do. And I, yes, and I can definitely do it for other people too. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay, so season two, I've also been watching this because it is my favorite season. Yeah, and really I just special. like kind of dip into certain episodes and I'm not like even watching in order because uh-huh. I just like to be like, oh my God, I need to watch like when Sandoval <laughs> hit Jax like with the, when he, and he attacked Jax mm-hmm. and then Jax like mm-hmm. bleeding profusely and he like smiles like deranged at the camera. That is terrifying. Yeah. And the thing about that scene that's so not terrifying that I find the thing, like it is so not in Sandoval's nature to hit someone. No. And like to be violent with someone. And so the only way he could like get away with himself and like with other people watching, the only way he could get away with doing it was like A, picking the absolute wrong moment. It was like Sheena was literally doing like a toast to her engagement or something. Mm-hmm. And he well, comes everyone over. Everyone was sitting around and it was so awkward <laughs> because like it's like so many people sitting around with Lisa in like a circle. Mm-hmm. And then Sandoval comes over. Sandoval and Kristen come over and then Stasi or someone's like why are you here to Kristen yeah and then Sandoval's kind of defending her or there's this like really awkward toast mm-hmm. and Sheena does say she's like that was this is the most awkward toast of my yeah, life yeah she's like most awkward toast of my life and, and then and, um, there's just like a silent moment and then Sandoval you can <laughs> see him like working through how he's going to like do this it's like the only way he could do it is like to make it like theatrical so he said almost said this like monologue beforehand he's like so Jax uh, (laughs) you're telling me that uh you don't feel anything you don't feel any pain well you feel this and he does it so fast because he's like so scared and he knows it's gonna be so explosive and so horrible but also he beats Jax ass yeah like really hard and it was like shit out of him and that is like that's true I could feel that like real true anger yeah he was filled with coming out in that physical action and he like What's interesting about Jax is he's willing to like rip his shirt off or try and start the fight, uh-huh. but he always wants to be held back by someone. Yes. And he never ever actually swings or hits someone, I don't think. Right. It's like, just he's like, never punched James Kennedy. No, he hasn't. And he always he's says, through, like, I'm on probation, drink. dude. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. And it's like, I don't think that's why you're not doing it. Yeah. I think that Jax is a big, well, I was going to say pussy, but I feel like. He's just. I, I need like a new word for pussy because I feel like that's not okay to say. Right, I know what you mean. Um, it, it's and it's not even that he's a pussy. It's that he's just like he's all talk. He's truly all talk, yeah. and he's not smart enough to be a fighter. No, like in order to actually like be the fighter that I think he talks himself into thinking he is, he would mm-hmm. actually have to be smart. Yeah, you kind of have to be in touch with your emotions and instincts mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and Jax mm-hmm. is a person that just does stuff he, and without questioning oh it. yeah like not I'm trying to th- I wrote a lot of st- oh 
the other th- another thing that about this fight that I love so much, it's like, so the chaos breaks out, all this stuff happens and it kind of, it, the season two ends up going full circle. Cause she just starts crying about her tooth again. <laughs> She's literally like <laughs> crying incredible. to like Ariana who's wearing like, sh- like sweatpants. I think at this, like yeah, Ariana's outfit top. was really and That like front braid. She has like a very unclear braid and then like very genie pants. It but was, she's like, like all about an unclear braid. That's like she her braids have gotten, I think, more clear over time. Do you but, think that's because of Tom or? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't I can't discount him as an influence on the braid. Yeah. <laughs> but like she when I was watching this episode, which was just last night and I she walked into the party. I was just like, <gasps> and then but her style has evolved since then. Absolutely. It's definitely gotten better. But I was like, honey, you're kind of like, out of place. What this is this? And I, I can't understand. believe Sheena like saw her and wasn't like you can't come in like I, or maybe it was maybe it was a thing of like oh it's fine because you don't look as hot as me so i don't care no, like yeah, maybe sheena's it was that just, yeah sheena wants to be the hottest one at the party <laughs> but she like sheena's weeping and ariana's like petting her head and like shushing her yeah, and, and she's literally like i have to get surgery again for me too tomorrow like i can't like and now they're doing this to me i have to get surgery for me too and it's like she's like crying in lisa's arms and lisa goes like she's like please stop she's like don't just shut, be come lisa on is like Lisa's like not here for sure Sheena's like emotional meltdown. No. Sheena's like, they pushed me. It was like they another one me. of my favorite episodes where it's been like the three episodes in the row with Sheena getting injured <laughs> and then like showing up with this huge glasses and being like, well, I scratched my cornea with my contact lens. So yeah. like Sheena I can put in my contacts. so many health dramas in season the two. Foot. Well, the, the foot. Well, the foot is, the foot is upsetting to me on many levels. One of which being, imagine walking into a restaurant and seeing the host's fucking naked, injured foot on a pillow on a stool. Before you see Sheena, the wood is so high, you like can't see her face. So you just see this like injured foot sticking out. I don't understand how she <sighs> kept her job after that. Because it's like, you. I've never, ever seen that in a restaurant, ever. Never in my life. And never. if I did, and if I, I would be did, like, I would I'm be like, never what's happening? Back. I would never even go in. I just feel like there's even... something wrong here and Absolutely. I, need to, I need to leave. Like this is not the right vibe. There's something scary happening Sheena here. propping her foot up on a pillow and thinking that's appropriate <laughs> to do as a hostess at a restaurant is like the it perfectly encapsulates what sir is. Absolutely. Like that tells you everything you need to know about yes. the food, the drinks, the prices, like everything. Uh-huh. 100%. Yeah. The clientele, the people that work there, Lisa, Ken, yes. their ancestors, <laughs> Los Angeles. Like every like other restaurant they've ever so had. Much. Yeah. It yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I noticed something about Sheena recently that fit in to a theory that I have, which is that I think that there's nothing, and I, I don't know why I feel this way, but it's like, there's n- nothing more heterosexual about a person than a person who can't stand like things that have a weird texture, like people that are really freaked out by things that are slimy Mm -hmm. and like people that like, whether it's like a taste thing or like just like a touching thing, like whenever I see that in a person, I'm like, Oh, you are disgustingly heterosexual. And I don't know why I feel that way. But as soon as I saw the episode, and this is like in a later season, I think where Sheena goes to the clam bake (laughs) and she's like, 
I don't eat clams and like I don't eat oysters and I just don't want to eat anything where like you have to open the shell and like it's just like gross. I'm not like cracking anything open and eating it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, Sheena is the most heterosexual person I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like in just like a broad, in the Sheena broad loves scope of men. things. Yeah. Sheena loves men. She's she loves super boyfriends. high femme. Yeah. She loves relationships. She loves her hetero relationships. Sheena she loves is marriage. Her most Sheena self in a relationship. Absolutely. The like when they... That's- Actually, now that you're saying this about her and you brought this to my attention, knowing this, I can kind of buy her saying that she didn't know Eddie Cibrian was married to Brandy Glanville when they were in a, like affair for two oh, years. Oh, you mean because she like wanted because she to wants believe so badly to just believe that the that relationship she's like the one, yeah, and they're like in this thing. That it's she, just the two of them, and yeah. it's not like that makes a lot of sense. Like I could see her just not even having the wherewithal to Google anything. Oh, or, like, do any absolutely. research? Absolutely, I've never like really struggled with the belief that Sheena didn't know that he was married. I'm like. Yeah, she seems like someone who like both wouldn't know and wouldn't care. And obviously, Eddie's not going to bring it up to her no. because he knows that she's not going to like question. She's not going to question she's anything. Question it. For so long, I was like, "That's bullshit." She had fucking knew, blah blah blah. But now I really think that she was telling the Absolutely. truth. She had no idea. The way also that she, the like shriek she makes at their wedding after they pronounce them man and wife, when she's like. <laughs> it's like the craziest sound and it is such a guttural it's coming from such a guttural place of like it happened like i did it (laughs) i married and it's so fucking scary yeah and shay with his whole i don't know it's tough yeah the like the okay so i went into the whole where are they now or not where are they now but also where are they now (laughs) but truly where are they now like the how did they get here episode i was like Oh my God, finally, like a documentary about these people's like humble beginnings. Yeah. And we're going to get to like get their whole backstory. Like, that's maybe what I'll I thought get too. To, like, see some childhood pictures of Kristen. And I was like so fucking amped. I texted Brian and Jonathan. I'm like, please, t- I need you to DVR this. <laughs> Record it. It's called, yeah. How did they get here? And I need you. Like, yeah. And they're like, okay, like you just use the key and like go in there and do it. Like, what? And I was like so fucking hyped for this. And then it was just a, really not comprehensive recap of the past five seasons it was like very much like not because i too they had like bravo does these things they only actually only did it once i'm surprised they haven't done more but they do these they did like one thing with luann de lesseps where they were like before they were housewives and it was like that it was like a 40 minute long like a documentary luann when she was a kid how she met her husband like all this stuff like interviewing like her aunt like or some it was so and i was like this is incredible yeah i will pay for every episode on itunes if i have to like mm-hmm. i love this and so then i thought that's what vanderpump the vanderpump rules thing was going to be like too i was like how was are they going to fit it all into 30 minutes i like, can't do it there's too many people <laughs> but like and then when he I, even when i was watching it and i was like oh this is like a recap of the past five seasons but then in my head i was like how the hell are they going to do that in 30 minutes they did it they did More it or less but i'm like i would like to have someone that no, has never watched the show watch that and, and see, if they see if they understand or can tell happening. me what's happening right because for me it's like i know the tale yeah like the back of the my tales hand. all this time yeah like but like they skimmed over so like the Kristen and jack sleeping together in season two is the bomb of the century absolutely and it was like and they didn't this. even they show did it so fast yeah and they didn't even show Kristen like the whole her admitting it or like the slap like no they just were like Kristen like slept with jacks i felt like it is so crazy to watch i can go back to the special in a second but it was so crazy to watch season two and see how much Kristen was just like 
giving Tom so much shit for sleeping with Ariana. That, well, it wasn't Ariana. It was like the Vegas girl first, right? And then it was our before Ariana. It was like the season started with them being like, well, Tom told me that he cheated on me with in Vegas. Oh. And um, like it, nothing's been the same ever since or whatever, like something like that. But before it's Ariana, it starts as another like Tom's like very solemnly in his talking head, like I cheated on Kristen. And Kristen's like, I found out he cheated and things have been really bad. Okay. But then later in the season, it becomes about, then Ariana. it becomes about Ariana, which is a whole separate deal. But then yes. he goes from, he goes from Ariana and I never hooked up to then being like three years that- ago at the golden corral. Or <laughs> that whatever. whole thing. Yeah. It's the golden, no, the it's golden nugget. It's like, but aren't they in a, weren't they in a pool or something? He's or is like that? Now I'm mixing it all up. I'm, we made out. And I was like, Tom, dude, like you could easily be like away with that. Well, he could have gotten away with it, but but he also could have fashioned a way to be like the winner of this entire narrative. Yeah. And he just didn't do it. And it's like at every turn, it's like he is like, oh, yeah, I did hook up with Ariana. Like, oh, I did hook up with Vegas girl. There was even like I was watching TV the other day. My boyfriend came in and it was the episode where he (laughs) takes Kristen to the Korean barbecue restaurant. Iconic. Even though she's a vegetarian. And my boyfriend had no context for the show. He was like, well, she's kind of in the right. And I was like, I mean, well, like, you, I mean, you're right. But like you need there's way more you don't understand about this relationship that makes it like like, yeah, no, you're right. This was not a great move. But, like, she has done some really fucked up stuff. And yeah. he was just like, okay, like, I don't, whatever. But it was, like, that whole, it's, like, her just smelling burning <laughs> flesh and, like, not just eating being, anything like, and being throw so up. mad at him. She does this thing also that she starts doing later in seasons when I think she thinks people find her funny. Where, again, this is not a visual medium. But mm-hmm. it's, like, she does that thing where, like, she'll pose, like, a hypothetical question. And then she, like tucks her head back into yes. her neck her like chin into her neck and like screnches her shoulders up as to, as as if to be shrugging like right i don't but think it she makes does her it. is it just like a twitch she or looks is it crazy like a, when she does that and i don't she does see it her all the time does she do it still though she does it still the most recent time i saw her do it was when they are doing the tour of the murder houses in new orleans and literally she interrupts the tour guide every five minutes to be like, so it was a cheater, right? Like, I mean, uh, it's people killing cheaters, right? Because it's like, if it was a cheater, I do it. And like, she keeps, Comedian. I want she her to do a stand-up keeps, special. I would her like, signature here's move. some stuff I would like. I would like some more <laughs> sketch comedy from Kristen. Please. I would like more Sheena music. I want a Sheena album. I need a full Sheena album. I, I need want, an EP. I want least. an album of all the like lyric based songs they play in transition yes the ones that are like they're like it's about to go down like yeah. they're like i bet the pedal in the middle today speeding <laughs> down exactly. the freeway in la it's like, i would listen to that album every day yeah and i would like um a montage of every scene of every time any of them have gone to therapy yeah because that's always my favorite is a therapy episode. I love that. I want Kristen to do a stand-up special on Netflix. I would do. I would watch an hour and a half of Kristen's <laughs> I would be thrilled to I see would, that. I would love to see like what I'd have a like party. what kind of comedian she is. Is she like a Seinfeld? Mm-hmm. Is she like an observational comedy? Like what is her style? Yeah. I think she should work on developing that. I would love it. I'd be very interested. Um yeah, that is like Oh, I did have another thought where she was doing the thing in the beginning. Lisa does the thing in the beginning of the special where she's like, Villa Blanc is where you take your wife, <laughs> says where you take your mistress, and Pump's where you take your boyfriend. Yeah. And I thought, who do you take to Tom Tom? 
Who do you take to Tom? Tom Tom's for the boys. I was going to Oh, Tom Tom's where's like where you take like your bro. Yeah. Tom Tom's for the boys. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Wow. She has all her bases. Covered. She has it. Cause I was thinking, I was like really running through it. I was like, your son. <laughs> I was like, try, cause it definitely felt like a male energy, but I wasn't sure. Tom like, Tom is the daycare. Tom Tom is where you take your son and you bond. <laughs> like, I wasn't, I wasn't, it was, I, I was unsure, but that does make a lot of sense. It's like where you go with your bros. Yeah. Um, another thing that I was reminded of in the special was that when Jack's came to confess to Stassi that he cheated, he brought her a bouquet of flowers <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> which struck me as being that was so unclear. weird. <laughs> like, the whole like rollout of season one was so bewildering because yes. it's like these people are like bewildered by their own lives and actions, and you just see them like they're just like yeah. spinning out of control with like for sure nothing to center them. So they're yeah. all just like fucking psychos. Yes, and then season two is where they kind of start to like hone their characters, so to mm-hmm. speak, and like it's where you really start to get a glimpse of like, oh, this is why we're watching the show. Like this is why we're attaching on and the stuff that will yes. propel us through the next like five years of our lives, and like. But season one is just so unbelievably – everyone's so messy and just, like, raw. Everyone's really messy and raw. Katie is a ghost. <laughs> like, She's I remember – silent person in the like, background. I remember being like, I think I like Katie, but she doesn't really do a lot. But oh, yeah. she seems nice. All of my friends and I were like, I think we're, like, kind of Katie. Like, <laughs> You're like, I was like, honestly, I actually Katie's really chill. like her. She's, like, so pretty and chill. And, well, like, she was. And she was, Yeah. And then she got center stage and it was just like, I did also when they, they were talking about the ring on the string Mm -hmm. situation. And I noticed that she is wearing a ring on her like engagement finger, like as if to be like, I wish, or like just to be like putting it into the universe. Yes. Like literally she was manifesting an engagement by wearing like a non-engagement ring on her finger. And I was like, (gasps) I I was very shocked to see that because I, she's secreting it. I did. She was truly secreting it. And like, I'd never clocked that in the many times that I've seen that scene. Yeah. And like, so the, the special too, it was like, it focused a lot. It was like a devoted a lot of time to like Jack stealing the sunglasses, Mm -hmm, which was like, I don't care. Okay. And then, it focused a lot of time on like, or it was like Katie and Tom's relationship, but like didn't get in. It was like, they finally got married and like, didn't really go into like how dark it Well, we, that was like the I whole, I felt like I was being gaslit by the special because I was like, well, but we're about, all being gaslit we're by all them being gaslit. because it's like that last season ended with them being like, well, love conquers all. And mm-hmm. it's like, uh, it's like, that's, I rude. think we skipped over a lot of stuff yeah. because what happened in the two weeks before your wedding that like made you guys chill because i don't know that anything happened yeah um nothing happened nothing happened um we didn't focus on the scene where jacks gets really mad that britney would even dare to suggest that like she would get like a large c for her breast job Mm -hmm. and he's so drugged out or like on steroids like something or like like, coke and like get these he's like if I'm paying for him, it's going to be what I want. Yeah. And I remember it was the first time I, I personally felt scared of Jax. Yeah. Like I could watch him like, oh, he's creepy. But I watched that scene. And I was like, fuck. He became a scary person. Yeah. He's become like a scary drug user over the years. I was thinking about Jax in relationship to Don Draper mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. end of season two when Sandoval's out there and he's like, 
Kristen just admitted it, dude. Like, that's really fucked up. Like, are you really telling me you don't feel anything? And he's like, nah, whatever. And oh, he's yeah. so, like, he's so calm and he's, he's just so like, calm. unbothered. And it's so creepy. And it made me think, I was like, I guess Jax is the non draper of this show. Wow. Yeah. That's heavy praise. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant. That's what I meant to be doing is praising him for being like the very emotionally removed alcoholic yeah. who's like, but like also Don borderline Draper's crazy. Like the reason that people watch Mad Men, right? Yeah. Well, Jax is probably the reason a lot of people watch Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, I mean, he's a huge reason. If he weren't, me. I was gonna say, if he weren't on it, I would have, I would feel that absence very deeply. Yeah. In a way that, like, if some other people I think weren't on it, I'd be like, when Stasi wasn't on it, I didn't care. I didn't care at all. Like, I actually realized I don't miss her at all. No. Like, the world can keep on spinning and everything is like just exactly the same. I feel the and same way. And then they tried to reintegrate her and I was like, ugh, why? Like, I get know. out of here. And to like watch her being so – wanting to be back on the show so badly that she like cried to Katie about like being mean to her. It was like this is not – how this is not a good look on Stassi because this isn't it what I also want from weirdly seemed that moment seemed genuine but that's what's so weird to me is that yeah. it's like that she would even I guess maybe that was her way of being like of having that moment on the show to be like I'm not just an ice queen yeah like I know you guys have loved me for being an ice queen but she's smart enough to know that maybe that wasn't sustainable no it, I think she totally knew that that wasn't sustainable and needed to like make herself just vulnerable enough to mm-hmm. give her fan base like reason to kind of yeah. relate to her. Right. And then that was when she like sunk her claws into her Khaleesi's, so to speak. I Oh fuck. What happened? There was fuck. Let me see if I wrote it down. There was some moment where someone made somebody cry and I can't remember whether it was Jax. Oh, 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 I remember. So there's that moment at the end of last season where Sheena or not Sheena, sorry, where Stassi makes Ariana cry at the wedding Mm -hmm. and is like, I finally broke her and is like so excited that she made Ariana like vulnerable in front of her. And I got to rewatch the clip and the special of Kristen making Tom Sandoval cry when they were all in Florida question mark. Yeah. When they were in Miami and they're both like sitting there, they're like ugly crying together. They're so upset. She's like, yeah, I hate her. And she does the thing. She does. Yeah. The, like, shoulder she's thing like, she's like, like, I mean, I hate her. She, you left me for her. So I hate her. <laughs> and Tom's like crying. He's like, I wanted to spend the rest of my life with you. And literally the second he starts crying, the look on her face is just like, she's so happy. She's so happy and then in her testimonial she's like that's all i wanted like i got what i wanted yeah and it was so creepy to see them both have these moments it's like i know they are creepy people like i'm not it's not that it's a surprise to me but to see their true like colors come out in this way of like all i wanted was to make them cry yeah but like tom for some reason like i felt like re-watching that i was like this is just what sandoval and Kristen needed like that moment of closure oh because their relationship yes. was so fucked up and mm-hmm. it had so many layers of darkness and something that i like do actually kind of respect about sandoval and enjoy about him is uh-huh. that when Because in the finale of season two, like, literally everyone has turned on Kristen. Like, Stassi's being a true slut-shamer, nightmare of a human being, making it classically all about herself. Yes. Like, Lisa is even being, like, Lisa doesn't allow Chris. Like, the way Lisa The way Lisa gets involved is, like, is questionable. I try and be very, like, forgiving of her and thinking that, like, well, she has to be involved because the producers probably make her involved because, like, her name is in the title of the show. But at a certain point, it's like, 
honey no she plays like into you're an the adult drama. like she plays into the drama at a different level but still she's on a level with it yeah and so what i really liked is that sandoval like was being hardcore like team Kristen, even totally. and she was like really had a lot of empathy for her and i think that was a really admirable quality i was like wow you're a good person like, well, it was like even you're not after- gonna turn your back like their relationship was fucked up. Like they cheated on each other beyond all the time. And literally they, they were in like a glorified roommate situation. And it was like their lives were too tangled up. But I thought that it was cool of him to not just jump on the hatred bandwagon right. and like fucking string her out to dry. Yes. Because everyone else and like Stassi just got, she gets so much pleasure out of doing that to women that are like, yeah, she perceives as cheaters or whores mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's just like, it's soul crushing to watch her derive so much pleasure from that. Yeah, it is. And I think that like, it is definitely, it was, it was interesting because I forgot that Sandoval was so ride or die mm-hmm. until the scene where like Kristen goes outside. It's like, I can't even look at you right now. Like I admit it. I slept with Jax and Stassi's like actually speechless. Like she can barely even like, she's so genuinely surprised. Yeah. And then she starts yelling at herself and Tom starts defending Kristen. And yeah. I was like, <gasps> I was like, what i forgot that he was like so he was like loyal to her very even loyal. after all yeah. of this stuff happened i also think that like and patient with her in the aftermath of that like the move out and like put up with like a yeah. lot of her shit to a point where i'm like okay this person knows this other person well enough to know that like she was un like Kristen's unwell. Oh, like Kristen you see is her like in season two, and you're just like borderline, yeah, it's or like, like she's all over the fucking map. Yeah. Like, and I think that Sandoval, or I'm like projecting like fan fiction onto their relationship. <laughs> I do it all the time, but I'm like, I really think that he's someone that had like knew her so well that it was like he's not gonna try and like let her she like makes a fool of, out of herself enough with her day-to-day right. decision he didn't need to like he didn't need to pile like, on yeah no he's very like one, one of the things i wrote down was just i love sandoval that's all yeah i love him he's so chill i love him but then really emotional but really really he's so chill but really emotional but he's like the only person i feel like and maybe again maybe i just excuse some of his cheating stuff because it's in the context of Kristen. but like he's one of the only people who i feel like hasn't done anything on the show where i've been like that was fucking egregious and yeah. like i can't forget that yeah he really hasn't and i think he might actually be the only person that i can think of yeah i'm like trying who to i don't have back. that feeling about mm-hmm. he's never done something like just so totally shocking and horrible where i'm like you're a monster yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um what else about Kristen. Oh, something I noticed that I forgot about that I love are the like postcards that are taped to the cabinets in their kitchen. Mm-hmm. Sandoval and Kristen's kitchen when they live together. Oh, yeah. They like fashion these postcards on the cabinets in a way that it's almost like a chevron pattern. So it's like it was very it symmetrical. It's postcards from but family pick- members. I don't think so. It's fully like postcards of stuff that they're like cool. They love. It's one of them is like piano keys. The other's like full bar like a hotel bar another one is like a an aerial shot of like a latte like it's just like all of these things that they were like cute we'll put these up in the kitchen and tape them to the cabinets of the kitchen their apartment is so like so dark so dark so i can't believe that he and ariana still live in that apartment I that's know. terrifying to me it's terrifying but it did undergo like a pretty massive oh, facelift. i mean pretty i 
I recorded a podcast episode when Ariana had her podcast in that apartment and it was like things were changed up. They weren't as like devastating as when he and Kristen. I truly just felt that I hadn't breathed in the last 30 seconds. No, it was like, like, is it actually better? Because I can't like it's too scary. It was actually better. I mean, that apartment, come on, is never going to be. Exactly. There's not a ton. You're working with like a really bad but at least they like the like those turquoise candle holders that they got to put on the one christmas like it's so nice to see him working on a relationship and i was like when he like built like an ikea table when he couldn't build an ikea table and then Kristen had to be like i'll do it <laughs> that was like maybe the same episode like, as korean barbecue <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was like it tom was... trying to do all this stuff and Kristen being like it's fine i'll it's do it amazing to watch two people hate who hate each other like to watch that kind of relationship dynamic play out, but it's also really comforting in retrospect to watch that and know like they made it out. They're no longer together. He's Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's like the frustrating thing I about, I think about like the Tom and Katie of it all from last season is and like the Jackson Brittany of it all that we're yeah, about to see. We're that about we saw to like go into the, that, um, which is like these people, <clears throat> like I don't feel like there's going to be any resolution that we, may, we might not ever get like that sort of resolution with either of those relationships. No, I like don't we might we have to live in a world where we're just forced, where Tom and Katie are forced down our throats and Jackson yeah. Brittany are forced down our throats and nothing will ever happen. No. And Jackson Brittany like have a kid. Yeah. And like the most amazing thing about Tom and Kristen is that they broke up. It's true. And they managed to like escape that sort of. Yeah. Like, and they're both cycle. like in a better place. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Laura, what's the first thing you'd do if you had a little more time in the day? Mm, I'd probably just spend even more time with Tony than I already do. That's the best answer you could get. I spend most of my life wishing that Tony and I had more time together on this planet. It's scary to think about mortality and time passing. I do a lot of that. Don't we know it? But you know what can help when it comes to obsessive, intrusive thoughts about the passage of time and mortality and the fact that all of our dogs will die someday? What? Therapy. Oh, I've been in therapy since my mid-20s, and it's 
been an on and off thing. Sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not, but I always feel better when I'm consistently going to therapy. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do for yourself if you can do it. I agree 100%. I've had pretty radical life changes over the past five to 10 years. And a huge part of that has been thanks to finding a therapist and working with a therapist regularly to like help me break some negative patterns, negative thought processes, and overall become a, a version of myself that I really love. Also, the past five years has been extremely chaotic and destabilizing for so many of us. I think therapy is even more vital now than it's ever been for everyone in the history of time. <laughs> <laughs> if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SexyUnique today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash sexy unique. Carrie, have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Every other week. Well, unfiltered mineral filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. So sick, but all is not lost because that's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy Filtered Showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any other on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchased today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use the code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off their Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. So wait, let's, we should, we right. actually, we need to talk about Stasi. We do need to talk about <laughs> As much as I don't really want to, because I feel like a lot of people have mm -hmm. spoken about it. I feel. Oh no, I'll talk about it. It's like, I don't want to give her, like dedicate the time to her, but I also feel like it's like. I mean, we don't want to dedicate an hour to it, but it's like, you no. can't have this podcast and not address like the news stories. No. You know what I'm saying? No. Which are like very few and far between in terms of like real news. Yeah. And this is actually kind of real news. This is real news because yeah. she, for those of you who like <laughs> yeah. are under a rock and have no idea what we're talking about, like Stasi released a podcast episode of Straight Up with Stasi <laughs> entitled, Are We on a Male Witch Hunt? <laughs> and as if that weren't enough, she proceeded to ha like do an hour <sighs> and 40 minute podcast with this girl, Jen, who co-founded the illustrious website, <laughs> Pucker and Pout, and talk about their, they gave their hot takes on the Me Too movement mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. sexual harassment and sexual assault. Assault. Yes. And I sent you a link. You did. And you listened to it. I did. 
I got 23 minutes into it and then I had to stop to be perfectly fair. But yeah. I like first I tried to like sit and listen to it and that was like way too much like staring directly at the sun. Mm-hmm. So I then I like I was like, okay, I'm going to do some other stuff while I listen to this and then it'll be manageable. And even then I truly could only get 20 minutes in before I was like, I, I th- this is no longer just like an interesting like how could these people think this? How could they see it this way? Like, I would really like to know. And eventually was just like, "Ah, forget it. Like, I can't. I mean, it all to me, it's none of it is simple, but the simplest way I can boil it down is like, this show has always been based in these women having deep, deep, deep internalized misogyny. Mm -hmm. Like that from day one, it's Sheena's a homewrecker. Uh, we don't want to be friends with Sheena because yeah. she's a slut and a homewrecker. I'm going to make her quit. Katie, like, completely unironically calling Lala a whore and, like, them thinking that's, like, actually, like, a thing you can say in this time of our lives. Yeah. It's, like, anyone's going to be like, she's right. She's a whore. And, like, be so out of touch with reality that they don't realize that that's, like, not a thing that you can say anymore. Yeah. And that's not a criticism you can have of a woman anymore where people are going to be, like, on your side about it. They're like, I why mean, not? Yeah, they're like... <laughs> like but it's true <laughs> like like but she's a fucking but slut. she is a slut like and it's like like katie has gone on multiple podcasts and just called people like sluts and whores like so if unironically you go search for any podcast that she's been on and probably did and it i will pumped and too will. and like she just like freely critiques women in that way yeah and, and they, they all do they all have been like that and, and it's it like truly really has been rooted in the Stassi, Kristen, Katie, trifecta. Yes. Which is like, I think that says most of what you need to know is like their core philosophy, because they share a mindset, is like women are like inherently bad. Yeah. And they all kind of like, and they think, and they also have that mindset of like, and this is so apparent in Stassi's whole like, I love murder thing where it's like, they're the definition of they think like, we're not like other girls. Like we're different. We're cool. Yeah. And it's actually like the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. And they're like very much like just this like, there's it's like so hard to talk about like internalized misogyny and i'm like just judging these women based on the fact that they're like no but it's like and it's like i feel like i've had i've had a lot of moments in my life of internalized misogyny totally that i've had to deal with and it's like it's it's like a factor of so many things that plays into it it's like Mm -hmm. how you were raised your parents relationship your relationship with each of your parents absolutely any sort of female role models that could have come into your life at an impressionable Uh age were you bullied in school? Did you feel like an outcast? Where like, I mean, it's like there's your education. So, like it's like where you grew up. It's so much shit that goes into it. Yes. But it's like, and it's something that you, as far for me or whatever, like Ryan has been a good person to point out to me like moments when that's happening, not in like a weird mansplaining way, but just oh, being yeah. like, babe. And for a while, I like didn't think that that's how it was. But when you start to kind of look at like, why does this woman like grate on me so much? Or why do I feel the need to just like relentlessly like take her down or like, I'm so jealous of her, like blah, blah, blah. Uh It's like, I think it just, you don't like that about yourself. Absolutely. And so, which is interesting to say, cause I'm like, I fucking hate Stassi. <laughs> right. But I think she, I can admit that she like sparks something in me where I think I've been like a bossy, bigger sister. And I, it has all these things that are like so triggering to me. And also just like her ignorance and stuff is something mm-hmm. that I look at. It's like, there are times in my life when I've been so fucking ignorant and like, 
I'm try I'm like working to not be like that right. anymore. And, and so like that's the difference between like you and Astasi or me and Astasi. He's like, yeah. yeah, it's like I said earlier, like we all have these moments of being like wow like that was very katie of me or like i'm yeah. being a real Kristen right now mm -hmm. but what differentiates us from the Kristens and the katie's and the stassies is that we see that in ourselves and we work against it whereas they are just like they double down on they're it. just like this is me and this is who i am and it's very like and thinks it like the craziest thing about this is that stassi okay i listened I got through like about 13 minutes of the podcast and had to turn it off. And then when we were going to record this episode, I was like, okay, I really should be a journalist and like listen to <laughs> yeah, I know. I the tried. whole thing. I tried. And then I tried and then it just, it does, it just gets to a point of the most mindless drivel, like stupidity. It's like, it's beyond stupid and entertaining and just enters a world of like, you're actually hurting. It hurts me yes. to like have to even listen to that anymore. Yeah. So I tapped out at like 64 minutes, yeah. whatever, which was like a pretty valiant effort. That was, that's way more than I could do. I and respect like, that. The craziest thing is like all the shit that she's saying, A, it's, it's insane as a, I think as a person that has never, that she claims that she's never been sexually harassed or That's, assaulted, <sighs> which is weird because she claims that she's never been sexually harassed and then goes on to tell all these like stories about moments when she was but sexually it's like, harassed. And I'm like, you don't even understand. Like, I'm like, you're so fucking dumb that you don't even understand that like a guy showing you his dick when you didn't want to see it is sexual is harassment. harassment. Yeah. Like, and, and I, and or a guy grabbing your ass when you don't want your ass. To be she is, is like, harassment. yes. And it's like, she is such a product of this culture that is like, and I talk about this all the time where like, I think everybody is taught that rape is only rape if it's like you're in an alley and it's a stranger and you have a gun to your head. Yeah. And anything other than that is like, eh, yeah, whatever. And there aren't different like shades of coercion and assault and like all this stuff. And that, yes, of course, no one is saying that like getting groped at a club and getting raped are the same thing. No. But she's speaking as if it's like, well, all these people are just like pretending that like getting their ass grabbed is like them being raped. And it's like, uh, make room for the real victims. And it's like, that's not what anyone's saying. No. And it's like, it's harmful to speak in that way because then Absolutely. you're normalizing her, your continual, you're continuing to normalize harassment. And it's not like a productive conversation of like, this is not okay. I didn't ask for my ass to be touched. Yes. I don't want my, I don't want you to touch my ass. So like, let's make, let's draw the line mm -hmm. and like, I'll call this what it is so we can move on and like, in effect, like real change. Yes. And she's like stuck in this like mindset of being like, and I've experienced this with other women who are like, this is just the way it fucking is. Yeah. Like, get over it. Like, move on yeah. with your life. And it's like, it doesn't have to, it be literally that doesn't way, have to be that way. And it's like, Stasi is so, a victim of this system that she thinks she's like pushing back against. Like she's like, uh, this is stupid. And like, this is like, I actually have the right opinion about this. And like, if people just like all thought the way I did, then like everything would be fine. And it's like, actually it's because you are a victim of these exact circumstances because yeah. you have been like brainwashed been into believing yeah. that like, it's okay for men to behave in this way and that it's like it's the same thing as the like or that you have to put up with it in order to get what you want because what she her big like fear that she kind of kept saying throughout the podcast as far as I got was hamsters. like hamsters 
aside from hamsters, which was like problematic in its own way. And also, side note, like Stasi was a hamster in season one of Vanderpump Rules. She was like introduced as a model, actress, like waiter. Like I was like, excuse me, like how are you turning around and out of like one side of your mouth shitting on this thing that you actually were. Which that you just- actually were. And then also it's this thing of like where she and what was the name of the girl who was with her talking? Jen. To Jen. She and Jen, they go on this whole thing where it's like, oh, so is this just like, there? well, there's other, this is literally like the Salem Witch Trials. And I'm like, it's literally fucking not, you idiots. Not. You don't know fucking anything about actual history. You're just like saying a thing that you like. Ugh, and it's I'm like, like, Jen, I thought you were well informed. I'm like, Jen, you're the CEO of Pucker and Pout. Yeah. <laughs> but like, they, it's like they into the glass look out because, <laughs> because guess what's right coming up <laughs> i would love to see like katie's version of like glossier uh i would really like that she, i would love to see like her like it's just like vaseline <laughs> that's repack. <laughs> it's like vaseline and like very very pink blush <laughs> yeah it's like really pink blush and then vaseline she's like you rub it all over your face and, and she's like, just, you just put shiny. on your face and then you have a rose gold glow yeah <laughs> like that's and you like, like break out like horribly yeah pecker and pout yeah that's like there's like perfect. hormones in it that just make you <laughs> fucking psychotic she's like i put estrogen in it because it makes you more fam yeah. <laughs> um uh but like so so it's like this whole where they're talking about so they're like it's a witch hunt whatever blah 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 and it's like so what this is all just like hearsay now and like there's no such thing as like due process literally one of them said due process and i was like okay Mm -mm. okay now we're you're out of your depth like let's not do this so she's talking about due process and so we just believe all these people like da 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 and all this stuff and it's like well wasn't your entire argument the first season like you were talking about how Jax had cheated on you and no one believed you and you were so upset that nobody believed you and you couldn't believe no one believed you and then you turned out being right and you were like so vindicated. It's like you can't live in this world where like she you need physical world. proof for everything. Yeah. But then also you didn't have any physical proof, but you still expected people to believe you. I know it's not the same fucking thing no, as like but assault, it's but it's still this like a parallel mind fuck where it's like you're literally only talking about situations like benefit you and you're playing by your own rules at all time and it's just it's only your rules about things it's not the way that the world works it's not like it's not like trying to objectively look at anything and say like and make sense of the world it's only just like where do i fit into this how does that's like her whole thing is like how is this about me and like what am i doing that has to do with me and like is everyone focused on me and it's also this thing where like and it's like if i like i've talked to a lot of people and i haven't talked to anyone that's been like sexually assaulted (laughs) and like I don't think that it's really happening. I don't think that people are really getting sexually assaulted. (laughs) And it's it's like, like, are you serious? Like, I can't even imagine the mindset of someone who thinks like that. And it just like, it says so much about her that it's like, it's like, she is a person fucking stupid. Like she's so stupid. And it's like, and it's like, if you're that stupid, then you should at least be smart enough if you're running this business and running this successful podcast that makes a lot of money. You should know that it's in your best fucking interest to stay in your lane. Don't talk about politics. Don't talk about like, talk about lip gloss, talk about sex, talk about like whatever, Khaleesi, this, that, but just murder. Don't, don't veer into these topics. She really thought never asked for your opinion. But it was a hot take. Yeah. Like she was like, 
the world needs to hear this and no one else feels this way and, and we like, need to have an important conversation and we need to talk an about it and, and she's minutes. like talking about how worried she is that men are going to be so afraid now and it's like that was women have been afraid of men yeah. since the dawn of time like i think men are allowed to be afraid of like whether or not they're being appropriate with a woman for like five minutes now in this like in the light of day yeah like maybe they should question their actions if they're feeling and it's like also taking like, their dick out in it's the, the same it's this okay it's like the fact that she thinks that it's so normal for men to just like grab your tits and like be disgusting and like sexually harass you and she doesn't see it as sexual harassment because she sees it it's so normal it's such a weird cognitive dissonance but it comes from that place with her where it's like yeah of course this is just like a thing men do when it's like well yeah women just all yell at their boyfriends to get drunk mm-hmm. and say horrible things it's like you have just been surrounded by horrible people your entire life yeah and your and world is so think- insular that you think that that's just like what people are like mm-hmm. and you don't know that there's a world where people are actually like medicated and like in AA and go to therapy and they like work to not get drunk and yell at their boyfriends or sexually harass people yeah and she just like lives in a world where people are that bad and also it's like she lives in a world where she's not even like confronting the truth of her own experiences so it's like yeah you've probably like she because she's kind of gone back and forth in her like apology tour of this whole thing where it's like she in one moment is like i've never experienced this but then in another moment be like i have experienced this yeah i don't even think that she's clear or has done a real like inventory on her own experiences of sexual assault because i think that if she did she would realize that she has been sexually harassed and like then but i think also i don't and this may be like a real leap or projection but i think in order to admit to yourself that like a truth about a harassment mm-hmm. or an assault in retrospect, it can change the way you perceive yourself and it can change the 100%. way you perceive the world. And I think that if she were to take an honest look at her life experiences and have to say like, wow, like this is what happened in this situation or this is what happened to my good friend, like in her situation, she would have to really reorganize and her identity Every, would yeah. be completely different and, and I she's, don't think she's so she's not doing that. she's absolutely not i mean like and like god bless hopefully in the future she like has a really good therapist and like maybe she's much older and she can look back on this time and see the mistakes she's made but yeah. maybe not but it's it is very much like she would have to rebuild from the ground up yeah. if she realized that she was a person who had been a victim of this like larger thing that she thought she was like when she the part of the podcast and she's like i've always thought of myself as equal and i was like well that tells you everything you need to know yeah the fact that she doesn't she'd probably say the same thing about like being a feminist she'd be like well why do we need feminism like i've never felt like she did say that exactly so it's like same podcast she was like i don't believe in feminism i just believe in equality right so it's like so it's like so this is your perspective on things yeah you are such a victim of the system that you are saying does not exist but what's also really interesting is that she has this mindset of being like she has this philosophy of being like you can't like no one can make me suck a dick and like no one can make me do anything that i want to do and i can just say insane. no and i'll like fucking fight or i'll bite and like push she's like yeah because i'm a tough bitch and like yeah, if that happens like, to you then like you're just like not a badass bitch like I know, me but that mindset is like it's interesting because it's like the way that she defines like she, it says so much about how she looks at a victim, mm-hmm. like a victim and consent. of sexual assault yeah, 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 and consent. Yeah. And like so much of it comes from this like subconscious place of just like needing 
approval, I think, from men. Yeah. And that thinking that this is the way to do it by being like, no, men, you're fine. Like, you're not doing anything bad. Like, I'm cool. Like, she's like so worried about how men are feeling right now because she doesn't recognize any like female suffering. Yeah. That she's like, oh, well, the men are having a really hard time right now. So like, as a woman, I need to come in at their defense. And it's like, this was a, the most amazing. I wrote this quote down where she was like, She's talking with Jen about how, like, neither of them have experienced sexual assault. And then she's like, I think we just have something <laughs> special and people, like, know not to mess with us. And then she goes, no offense to the victims. We're on your side. And I was like, <laughs> I cannot. It's like, I can't believe. I can't believe. How do you think that's no offense? Like, how that's literally you- saying, like, there's something about you that made you rapeable. Yeah. Or there's something about you that that's made it. That's what I think is, like, her core that's belief. That's her core belief is and that women think- are at fault for their assaults and yeah. stuff like that, which is why she thinks she's impervious to assault mm-hmm. because it's like, because oh, I would never let no. that happen to me. Yeah. It's so, yeah, when she's like, it's so easy to say no. And I was like, I can't, it really, I couldn't help but think of the amount of times that I think Stasi has probably said yes to someone that truthfully she didn't want to hook up with or did suck someone's dick that truthfully she didn't want to suck their dick, but she convinced herself that they wanted her to. So she did and she did it. And then if she really thought about it, it'd be like, I actually really didn't want to do that. Now that I'm thinking about it, I actually was kind of afraid to say no. Yeah. But she would never coerced into saying yes. Yes. And I don't hope I don't like hope that has been her. No, of course. But I think but I and there's a good chance that something like that has happened. Yeah. I mean, I don't I would like to think I would hope that she's a woman that has not had to have any like shame about sex that she's had because that would be a really nice life to lead. Well, that's the thing. But I don't if what she's saying is true and you've never been sexually harassed, like God bless. Yeah. But I mean, you're lucky. I really think based on like her kind of flip flopping her personal narrative back and forth that there's Mm -hmm. a lot of unexamined. There's like there's just this huge unexamined life that she is not even aware of and doesn't have the words to like speak to and like she has no real empathy or like understanding of what it truly means and Mm -hmm. i just think that that's from her inability to like self-reflect i think that's exactly right i wonder if like nikolai could get her to talk about it (laughs) i would like to hear like nikolai's take on me too (laughs) i also like the other part of this podcast that i was like Okay, Stasi. She's like, there's one point where she like kind of tries to imply that she's like auditioned in front of Harvey Weinstein. Oh, what does she say? Like, it's in the beginning and she's like, ah, fuck, I can't remember what she says, but it's literally like in the context of auditioning in front of Harvey Weinstein or being in a room with Harvey Weinstein. And it's more than just like, I've been in that situation. It's like, I, it's near the beginning because again, I only listened to 23 minutes and I turned yeah. it off. Um, But like, there's one point where she's just talking about it and she's like well i've auditioned for like him or like something like that and i was like stassi you have not been in the same room as harvey weinstein auditioning for him and she tried to make it this thing of like yeah i've been with harvey weinstein nothing happened to me so like probably nothing happened to anybody else yeah she kept trying to just say that she's been in all these situations and nothing's happened to her so how could it have happened to anybody else yeah just like or like probably most of the people are lying that are saying it happened to them which is like saying like all these like actresses are getting their 15 minutes of fame. I'm like, I have yet to see one person get like a 15 minute of fame from coming forward. No one has like benefited were... from no. speaking up about any of this stuff. And Absolutely also nobody, it's not. like what you think Angelina Jolie needed her 15 minutes. Like yeah. do you think Gwyneth Paltrow needed her 15 minutes because no they one. certainly did not. 
it's it's crazy. really fucking whack. And the best, like one of the best moments too. Speaking of like Stasi overblowing <laughs> her own like yeah. value in the world, is like she started talking about Kathy Griffin and like Andy <laughs> Cohen and how Kathy Griffin like said that Andy Cohen Gave offered her, her coke, coke yeah, or whatever, yeah. and. Stasi was like Andy Cohen like so what if he did that like I mean he's never offered it to anyone that I know or any of my friends and I was like, like yeah because he fucking wouldn't because you're he on doesn't Vanderpump like any rules. of the people on Vanderpump rules <laughs> you think like, that he would want to like hang and do coke with you you're fucking that sounds insane. like my worst nightmare yeah I mean I do it obviously 100% positive that it's Andy Cohen it's not on his list to be like this sounds fun he's like hey Jax, want to blow some rail like no absolutely not. no like i can't think of anyone on the cast no me neither no no i mean i don't do coke anyways but like but if i, I did if i did I, it would be a scary would experience with, with anybody on that crew that would be like very jarring yeah um and then the best is also when stassi learned what net neutrality was i didn't get to that part well i did <gasps> jen is like al franken she's like brings up the Al Franken thing and then she's like Jen's like I don't know if you know about like who Al Franken is but he (laughs) was like a writer and performer who got famous from SNL and then he turned into a senator (laughs) turned into (laughs) he's turned into a senator and then he woke up one day and he was a senator (laughs) he'd finally become a senator (laughs) and she was like and he's really no he's really known for net neutrality and then then she's like what is that like you make the same amount of money as a man and then jen was like no and then explained it to stassi and stassi was really sad about net neutrality but i think that they both think that since al franken is getting like taken down that that, that, neutrality, that neutrality i understand okay is going to be is repeat, at play imminently because of al franken yeah, because because this woman came out and accused Al right, Franken. Right, so now we all have so to now, pay like, for higher speeds in certain websites yeah. because of this fucking bitch who came out and said shit about Al Franken and now we're all going to lose our fucking internet. That's like what they think. Yeah. I think that Stassi has like a lot Dark. of rage against her father. Well, her father is a fucking troll nightmare. Yeah. Do you remember the episode where he brings his own Baileys to the mm-hmm. to Fratelli? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> to Fratelli, and he's like, Ha-ha, keeps the shakes away. <laughs> and it's like, you're not kidding though. You're saying that like Yeah, but it's not a joke. Like it's a joke and it's fully not a joke. I think that she has crazy rage against her father, and I think that she probably has a fair amount of rage against her mother as well. Well, yeah, they're both very dark figures yeah. who clearly have done something to make Stassi the way that she is. It's just the whole situation. I just, it's like, I wish that she would just shut the fuck up. Like go off the radar. Like think about your life and your choices for like a week before you come back and like stop immediately trying. It's like, it's just been nothing but one second. She's like retweeting supporters and being like, it was only 40 seconds of a two hour episode. It's not. And it's like, it's not. I listened to 23 minutes of it. 64 minutes. And I will tell you right now. (laughs) It was every second. 55 minutes of that which is not counting the ads that were in the thing. Oh my God. Yeah. I had to listen to her texture. Ad, Anything which was that tough. wasn't an ad was like offensive drivel. She also sold texture in a way that made me say, like, I would never buy texture. She was talking that like magazine app, that she apps. Ca- it's like, she, she was literally like, to me too, ad, cause it sounded like, like speaking of social media. Like, <laughs> like I, I like, love magazines. I was like, and I was like, what the fuck is I this? love magazines too, but like, what are you talking I about? I thought she was talking. <laughs> 
I literally thought she was being like the whole reason that all of this is on her radar is because, <laughs> because now it's in magazines. And I was like, I? and I was like, wow, <laughs> that really tracks. I but thought like, she was like making a very specific like political point about magazines because she did it so seamlessly. And I was and like, why was, is she talking about magazines? And then she started she talking like, about texture. magazines are really expensive. And I was like, they are expensive. I was like, like you're so right. Magazines are expensive. Is she talking about like print media versus digital media? Like, she's is like, this like now her platform? Print media, and I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Like, I'm trying to just see where she goes. And then I was like, God damn it. This is texture. a texture ad. But then the way she pitched at the end, she was like, with texture, like, you can do all this stuff and you get all these magazines and it's only like $9.99 a month. That's two magazines. <laughs> I was like, I... Literally, okay. Stassi is the That's kind of person point? that only reads magazines. She loves. You know I do have to say, she fucking loves magazines. She loves magazines. I I have to confess that I also love magazines. So I like, do I too. understand, which is why when she started talking about magazines, I was like, same. <laughs> no, I was really intrigued because magazines are something I've definitely like kind of cut out of my life. But like, yeah, I don't do a magazine on like I don't get any to my house. I'll, I, it's not something I seek out. But like, my favorite part of traveling is like buying magazines for the plane like i'm i'm all settled in for a flight as long as i have a bunch of magazines i love magazines i'm gonna admit a dark truth which is that on my last trip i spent 15 dollars on the goop magazine oh well i've spent more than 15 dollars on multiple magazines total so i think it wouldn't be shameful for me also someone who would also spend 15 dollars on the goop magazine i can't really i saw it magazine shame you couldn't resist i literally was like (gasps) i gasped when i saw the price and then i was like is that the one with gwyneth on the cover all like covered in mud and stuff yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's like really i'm glad i did it's like an investment and a thing i'll have forever absolutely But (laughs) but i truly was offended by the price and then i was like i will never buy this and then i mean i just stood there like staring at it and then i was like i'm gonna do this yeah and then i did it yeah yeah it was not a smart financial decision no but but with texture i wonder and maybe someone at texture can answer me this riddle me this texture texture if you pay 9.99 a month well if you maybe it wasn't 90 i don't remember what it was i just remember saying it's two magazines That's two magazines. That's two magazines. And I was like, I mean, half the fun of a magazine is like having it physically in my hand and flipping through it. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I don't texture need, an online. I think texture is like, I think this is my understanding of texture from like listening to podcasts is like <laughs> you can download a billion different magazines on your phone or your tablet or whatever the fuck. No. And then you like have all the magazines, but you only have to pay $9.99. That's two magazines a month. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it either. I would never use it. Which is why like Under, I thought you got I thought you got like all the magazines you wanted for nine ninety nine. That's a month. I think it maybe it is. <laughs> I honestly don't know. And once I realized she wasn't talking earnestly about magazines, I do now. Yeah, I tapped out too. Um, she said texture and I was like, I've listened to enough podcasts to know what you're talking about now. This is a fucking ad. Um <laughs> Fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> Fool me twice, shame on Shame me. on texture. That's two magazines. <laughs> um that's that two was that's two magazines um so that was yeah that was a uh, the magazines of it all got me excited and then she wasn't actually talking yeah and then it was like i went back to just like hate speech you know just back <laughs> to being like women are stupid 
She was like, like, you can't trust bitches. Like, literally. Like, that's like, she's just like. She's like, these bitches just come out. And I'm like, God. And it's like, just because you're so horrible inside that you would make up a story of sexual assault doesn't fucking mean that other women are out there rampantly making up stories of sexual assault. Did you see her apology letter? Oh, of course. (laughs) My favorite quote was, I am someone who has always been pro-woman. I was like, excuse moi. Like, I, I internally, I like, you know, when Bravo does like a master flashback of like every moment someone's done. Like, yeah, the same you thing like went back to being. I like, had like an acid flashback visually. To, like, Sheena's a home wrecking whore. Yeah, to every incident of <laughs> Sassy being like, I'm gonna fucking kill that whore, and like <laughs> slapping Kristen and being like, you're fucking disgusting. And I was like, this is like if pro. And what's really dangerous, I think, is like. What I think makes Stassi dangerous is that to you and I, who are smart people, mm-hmm. it's like we can like laugh at her shenanigans right. or be outraged and like move on with our lives mm-hmm. and know that she's like preaching lies. Yes. But I just worry about like young impressionable girls who I worry about Khaleesi's who, who I worry about the Khaleesi's that absorb all of this and then read that apology and they're and define like, Stassi's behavior as, as pro being pro women yeah. because I will tell you right now that is not pro women no certainly not it truly I can like, agree with you on that yeah and it's it just is like, like quite the opposite <laughs> it is very very like pro anti-woman <laughs> and like I think that like the Khaleesi stuff is like okay other than like set aside even the issue of just like young women reading this and like developing their ideas based on feminism. But like, Khaleesi- I mean a Khaleesi who's like our age, like who's not, who's like got her own thing going on in her life. Like she's her, her mind is formed. Her personality is formed, but who also suffers from a lot of like internalized misogyny mm-hmm. and is a Khaleesi because people like Stasi embody this like, backlash to like the kind of current feminist movement that they can't get on board with because of their internalized misogyny and they don't know enough and they haven't learned enough and they haven't experienced enough to know that like oh actually i probably should be a feminist because i'm going to benefit from it my relationships are going to benefit from it the whole world will benefit from it yeah but they're so deep in how much they hate women and themselves and they see stassi as like this one public figure who's like not trying to like bank on feminism yeah and who's like he's like telling it like it is it's like telling it like it is and they're like wow yeah stassi's the only one telling the truth and like think that ariana is just like be like bandwagoning onto this like new feminism thing and like they see themselves legitimized in stassi Mm -hmm. and so to see this whole thing that Stasi's doing, they're like, this is the right answer. And I always knew it. And thank God this like badass bitch is like saying the same stuff that I've been thinking. Yeah. But it's also like being someone who's qualifying her own entitlement all the time. Mm-hmm. And so anyone else that feels as entitled as she feels is going to see that and like identify with right, it. Right, 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 right. And it's totally. just like, ugh. It's really dark. I'm, and also what's psychotic is I'm, I don't keep up with Game of Thrones, but wasn't, Neither do I. I did watch a pilot and Khaleesi was raped. Khaleesi is fully raped in the first episode of Game of Thrones. So, like, excuse me? She, I, <laughs> like, I just can't, <laughs> like, I don't, it's all like, 
there is so much rape on Game of Thrones that Stassi probably watches it and doesn't realize that it's like rape. Like she probably doesn't even think of it as rape. No, Stassi's probably like, that's sexy. She's, she's like, that's hot. She's like, like, that's hot sex. Yeah, like literally. She's like, it's forceful and I like it. Like she confuses like fantasy with like what actually makes for like. It's crazy. It's I was like, so you're so horrifying. mixed up. You're she's so mixed, mixed up is a good up. way to put it. She's she real mixed, mixed up. up. All three of them, those yeah. gals are mixed up. But she is just like it's above and beyond the call of mixed up duty it's tough it's bad and then also i mean multiple people brought this point up but like she was also a victim of like revenge porn remember when frank wow. remember when frank tried to sell her sex tape for 900 dollars and lisa had to give her 900 lisa had to buy it because she couldn't afford to buy it which is real and like if someone tried to sell someone, a sex tape of me for 900 dollars, i would need a lisa to step in today and like, if someone came up to me and said i have a sex tape of you i need 900 dollars," i would say i like, literally fuck you it's worth more than that yes a, i'd be like but that is so insulting the that discount. that's the number yeah i'd be yeah. like do you want to i was like do you know what i've done with my life <laughs> It is at least ten grand, okay? At least, like. Then they're like, "Okay, cool, ten grand." And then you're I'm like, like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> like that'll. I like, totally forgot even, that that happened. Yes, that was like, but like she. Okay, so it's like <laughs> you have been victimized by a man in that situation. Who's very dry, clearly, like very clearly, cut yes. and dry, mm-hmm. and like for that to not even cross register her mind, to you. As I mean, like, at one point, she kind of said like she alluded to like being silenced on her podcast but didn't care to elaborate on that so i kind of like thought that that might be about the frank situation but it's like what the fuck are you talking about but it's like to not even have that be like a on your radar for like harassment and assault conversation about sexual harassment and assault is like you're so fucking daft so daft mate you're daft She's literally daft. Yeah, like, she's, she's literally daft. Daft punk. Like she is so <laughs> fucking dark. I can't. It's like I almost hope that she never changes so that she doesn't have to see the horror of her own being. Because I can't imagine that fall from grace for anybody would be like livable. Yeah. It's like I, I do. In some way, I hope they all stay the same forever. Because it's like if you guys ever actually see what you're doing. It's a sad day for you, but also a sad day for us because we don't get access to right. these, like, Well, it's the same anymore. thing. It's like if they all went to Al Anon, it's like, well, I know. I mean, I'd watch it. Would be pretty- I mean, but I like, I it's like, I want to be part of their transformation. Like, I, I want to be a fly on the wall while they all like get woke. And then, like, we end this show with like all of them like living their best lives. Right, but right, I right. need to see the entire process of it happening. Yes, I do too. Like I went to therapeutic boarding school where we had to like <laughs> sit around and, uh, in like circles and do forums where like teacher, like counselors would like scream at you and stuff. <laughs> and it was like confrontational therapy. And I want to see the entire cast oh, of Vanderpump Rules go through confrontational therapy, like forums for like a year, or however long yeah. it would take. I would, I would like an entire season of Vanderpump Rules that, every episode was just an hour of Katie and therapy. Mm -hmm. Like that would be, I would tune in for that like clockwork. You couldn't tear me away from that. Mm -hmm. That would be the most fascinating thing to me on the planet to see her with like a real therapist, not a Jillian Anderson, Anderson, um, Jack's therapist, like Mm -hmm. a real one, just like facing 
her demons and her alcoholism. Yeah. That reminds me of a deal that's still on the table, which is that when Ed Drosty came on the podcast, mm-hmm. he made like a lot of deals <laughs> for the Vanderbilt Rules cast. And they're pretty great. But one of them was that Katie could go. He would pay for Katie to go to a therapist. Oh, are you kidding? So would I. He would pay for her to go to one appointment. He has to choose the therapist, though. I, I think are you those are throw good a good Oh, one hundred percent. Okay, so now Katie has two, two therapy free sessions. Therapy sessions. Two free therapy sessions. Maybe not with the same one. I have an. I have a deal for her too, okay. which is that I will go with her <laughs> to. <laughs> this is a deal. Six AA meetings. <gasps> Wow. And just like be her friend through it and be like, listen, I'm not pressuring you to like be like to come and be all of a sudden be like, I'm an alcoholic, but just like come in and listen to these people's stories and like see if it's something that like if any of it resonates with you or like if you wanted to take any helpful bit of information, like I'll go to meetings with you. Yeah. That's like, a really you good deal because yeah. if she took you up on it, you would never tell anyone about it because no, it's I literally wouldn't. So yeah. she could take you up on that deal at any time mm-hmm. and never get put on blast. Truly never. I would never come back on this podcast and be like, so. like well, we went, <laughs> well to we went to AA and it was <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> you wouldn't believe the shit that came out of Katie Maloney's mouth. Ooh, let me tell you. That's a good deal. Yeah, no, I would definitely great, do that. That's a great deal. I wonder what else I would do for these cast members. So Katie... If you're listening, you have two great, you have two therapy sessions, two free therapy sessions, six AA meetings. meetings. I will pick you up at your apartment. Uh, You don't have to pay for gas. Like we can like whatever, like if you want to grab a bite after, like I'll take you for like a reasonably priced bite. That's a deal. That's a fucking deal. How reasonably priced like $10 or less or $20. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's like a, you can get a salad for that. That's like a solar de Cuenca. Go cheese salad. I love like the that. name check of Solar de Cuenga. <laughs> it's the only place they go. They go to Solar de Cuenga and they go to where are some other fun places? Fratelli's was like a tough Fratelli's was a, a tough one. And they love a Fratelli's. They love a Solar de Cuenga. Those are the only ones I can think of. I just know wherever they go, Stasi gets a goat cheese salad. Yeah. Stasi's love of goat cheese is also a sign Disgusting. that she's a, rep- <laughs> she's a reptilian. I fascist. like goat cheese, but like her thing with it is like so disgusting to when me. When you love goat cheese too much and like you think it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, do you have any goat cheese? You're like, whatever you have with goat cheese, I'll take it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like words that would never come out of my mouth are well, what do you have on the menu that has goat cheese? <laughs> Can I get that with extra goat cheese? <laughs> Can I get a side of goat cheese with my salad? <laughs> like that. And that's like her everywhere she goes. When she or when she goes to Sir and gets like the special order of like the chopped salad with goat cheese balls on top, I'm like, ew. I don't know what the Sir chopped salad is, but chopped salads are generally like salami, garbanzo yeah, like beans, an tomato, dish. like black olives. <laughs> like, chopped salads are not a salad that you want a goat cheese on. No. That you fried get, goat cheese nonetheless she got goat cheese ball like sub goat cheese balls as if oh that's yeah like on a the thing. like yeah. thing on the computer you see them type in with like sheena's nails like sub goat mm-hmm. cheese balls but that's like a scam because those goat cheese balls are three hundred dollars there's three on a plate and it's yeah. served on like literal carrot shavings like <laughs> it's such it is the scam like of someone our time went to trader joe's and then chops like got <laughs> the carrots and celery that are pre-packaged in like the water and cut them up. then cut them into three slices each and put 
put them on the plate yeah throw them on there's some goat goat cheese cheese from trader joe's yeah fry that and put some like weird trader joe's dijon mustard and it's probably like 18 dollars honey mustard yeah that being said i would love to go to sursu and i haven't been in a really long time i'd love to go too so if anyone wants to give me a deal and take me out to anyone wants to like um maybe like crowdsource like a trip to (laughs) sir i would really like to go yeah same sometime soon um especially because the premiere is about to happen it would be nice to like have a fun celebration there yeah so if anyone wants to donate mm-hmm. just um Should i guess I email the podcast start a gofundme for us to go to sir we're going to sir we're going to sir and we need your money <laughs> we could probably get like what a- would be like the rewards for that though? oh we'd have to think of really good reward tiers. yeah 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 so i think sir is expensive so right off the bat five dollars is the minimum that you five dollars is in. the absolute, absolute minimum. minimum and for that you get like i will say thank you on twitter i'll at you on twitter and say thank you so much for your donation sam you're fucking awesome yeah and i'll do a period before it so everyone knows that i and wouldn't just be like yes it would yeah. be like everyone would see like it. Announce it yeah, yeah. and maybe like a selfie of us there so it's like mm-hmm. is that the next level up no well the next level up would be like for ten dollars mm-hmm. i will yeah i'll at you and then a send selfie. a pic yeah great we'll send a what pic. what level would have to be like you know how they have like part of the decor is like those melted candles where the <laughs> wax is just like st- stuck in like pieces this big to like yeah. a statue or whatever yeah. what level would be like taking off a piece of the wax and giving it to someone who spent how much money that would be i do that for twenty dollars okay i was thinking twenty dollars yeah that seems appropriate for fifty dollars i'll do all of the above that i just, right, right, right. We just listed yeah yeah and i'll follow you on Twitter. wow that's good yeah that's a good one um and for a hundred dollars <laughs> oh god i'll Fuck, retweet $100. a tweet of yours for a hundred dollars if there's anyone there on the show i will go up to him and then say my best friend, whatever your name is, is such a big fan. Like, can I please take a picture with you? Or like, can I like record you saying hi? Can I get a video of you saying exactly, hi Exactly. Yeah. That's a hundred dollars. Yeah. That's a great hundred That's like, and it'll probably be like Peter because Peter's there all the time. But like, yeah, but I promise I will go for the highest profile person there. Oh, that's like, a I great. won't just like lowball it with a That's Natalie. a great reward. Yeah. 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 Like if Sandoval's there, I'm going to Sandoval. 50. We need, what was the 50 reward? Um, we need to think of a better one for 50. 50 is like, hmm. I'm trying to think of other things you can steal from there other than the candle wax that's like burnt into the, um, fuck. 50. 50 is we smuggle a goat cheese ball on a napkin. <laughs> we <laughs> put it in our pocket. <laughs> and we drive to we your ship house. It to you. We ship it to you. We, we FedEx it. overnight you. A goat cheese ball cheese in a ball. cocktail napkin. <laughs> With a thank you note. With a thank you note. <laughs> For fifty dollars, expensive though. <laughs> yeah, that barely costs like covers the cost of yeah. FedExing it. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be pretty thrilled. Fifty dollars, we like take a selfie. Like we just like run up to someone, take a quick selfie with. Them, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, run away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just, good. We were like, can I get a pic? And then we take a pic. And right, we but no vid. Text it. Vid is a hundred. Yeah, vid for is sure. 100. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it seems like there's some really great rewards. <laughs> you in this guys, I hope you're listening. So I'm ready to go to Sir. Are Me you? Too. <laughs> um well thank you so much for oh my being my guest you're it was so welcome an honor and a privilege to have you here same truly 
anytime you want or need yeah. right around the corner. Great. And I always have a lot to say. I know we have to like, I keep telling people this who come on during this like weird hiatus period of yeah. the show, but you have to come back for a real right. episode so we can like dive, dive in. in and I'm happy to do it. Yeah. Um, I've been, I've listened to Carrie's episodes a lot, which are always great. His episodes are great. The Rat King really the was The Rat like, King <gasps> really, it, it made Changed it, my life. everything come alive. It made everything come alive. It like rocked me to my core. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot. It so was special. I'm in good company and I will come back anytime for Fabulous. an episode. All right. Good night. Good night. This episode of Sexy Unique Podcast was brought to you by the following sponsors. Meredith Good, William Jones, Jenna Griffin, and Johnny Smith. Thanks to you guys, it's all happening. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, Autobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.